Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. It is Tuesday the 28th, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Uh, my name is Brendan McClenahan. My name so, is Rachel McClenahan. Yes, indeed. Thank you for joining me, Rachel, my wife. We are down in our basement, lovely area. Um, the cement is very cold on my bare <laughs> <I know>. feet. <laughs> we, are, we are in the cold, dark basement. Our kids are hopefully asleep upstairs. I know it. Um, we really don't know. They could be jumping on each other's beds. But um, Rachel is going to join me this whole week, and uh, she was with me yesterday with uh, Acts 242 through 47, and today we're going to be reading Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do, Rachel, I usually ask on Tuesday about the guest's experience at Victory Point. Um, how long have we been at Victory Point? Yeah. We are going on six years at Victory Point this summer. I can't believe it's been that long. We had Jane... Five years ago, five and a half years ago. So yeah. we were at Victory Point. So, yeah, I remember we were doing youth ministry at a church here in Grand Haven when Steve Rusticus called you, mm-hmm. right? And immediately we f- we were open because we had heard what Victory Point was up to through. I think we'd been a couple. I've maybe been to a couple events. Had you? Yeah. Like a Hualter thing or yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, this was, I mean. You had been part of 3DM or been very interested in 3DM for years, even when we lived in California. So yeah. we were very open. Um, and we had attended Watermark Church for a little while. Mm-hmm. And they were, Watermark are still very close friends, a friendly church to Victory Point. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it really was a God thing that, I mean, we were not looking for a new church at the time. Steve Ruskis approached us and it was. And Matt, Matt came. Matt and Steve had lunch with me. Okay, I remember yeah. going to dinner with um, Steve and Mary. Oh Beth. yeah, yeah. We went to JW's. JW's had some good soup, and I was pregnant. And yeah, it just seemed like God was calling us because, like, He had been preparing us um, through different 3DM events to kind of want to do church in a way that was more missional and um, focused on. Listening to God's voice and um, discipleship. Discipleship. Well, what struck me was not that they wanted to be moving that way because every church wants to be doing. But they were already. They'd already made sacrifices. Yeah, they had paid a big cost to be able to go that direction, and things were already moving. Yeah, and some of you who are listening to this podcast were already doing a pilot missional community at that point, and I was like, "Oh man, I would do anything to be part of a church that was actually." moving in this direction versus just talking about it, which Mm -hmm. is so exhausting. It's one of those like, okay, I know that God is moving us here. I don't want to. I like our church, (laughs) 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 but I totally am open because it's obviously God's, God's been working in us for a while. So I also knew that I was not good at youth ministry. (laughs) I I love youth ministry. (laughs) Rachel's really good at youth ministry. I was so sad to leave that. but. But I had a youth ministry position and it was fine. It was. I mean, I really love the people there, but I was realizing that that, that was not a, my. You're gift. more an apostle than a shepherd. We've learned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I ended. Up, we ended up 
I ended up being a worship pastor at Victory Point for the first few years. Mm-hmm. And um, that's mm-hmm. not what I set out to do. That's not what I was aiming to do, but it's what I, it's what we ended up doing because we just wanted to be part of Victory Point. Mm-hmm. So here we are almost six years later. And what do you, what's kind of, oh my. what do you love about Victory Point? What like, I love what? about, I just, the listening to God's voice. Like I, I've never in my, in any um, community that I've been a part of, I've been so attuned to listening to God's voice. Yeah. So I love, I love hearing stories of how God is speaking in other people and, and just that accountability that you're constantly being asked, okay, what are you going to do? God's saying this and what can we do? Yep. So I love, I love, um, yeah, just how, how I've grown in faith through those, those discipleship pieces. Simple questions. Mm-hmm. You are in the, you're, you help out with kids zone. Sure. Mm-hmm. Infant. You, mm-hmm. infant room. Uh, with who else? Who else is in the infant Renee room? Renee Park is always with me. That's fun. Yeah. I like catching up. And then youth ministry, yep. uh, fire starters. I've been part of a huddle this year with the four girls. Um, That's been really cool. So whenever you come home from that, you're always lit up. I love, excited. Oh yeah, I love high school, junior high girls. And then also. Michelle Kennedy we've been part of for yep. four years. We're just starting a new one right now. Yeah, we are. That's been good. Mm-hmm. But enough about me. Let's do. Okay, Psalm enough about you. 23. <clears throat> Great. Psalm 23. I'm going to read this one if that's all right. Yeah. And then we'll see if you have any reflections and we'll just chat about it. Here it goes. Psalm 23. Can you, can you just say it out of memory? I'm not going to. <laughs> we have a <laughs> I don't know what version. an NRSV. Yeah, I was going to say we have a different version. In front of us. Right. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. So this has to be the most loved psalm of all the psalms. Even people who don't know the Bible know this psalm. Yeah. I just um, on Facebook saw maybe a six-year-old and an eight-year-old recite it. Their mom had them memorize it this last mm, week. sweet. And I know your mom did, right? Have you remember? I'm sure I've uh, Not Psalm 23, one. but other ones. Oh, okay. We did like uh, Psalm 139, Psalm 3, or Proverbs 3, 5, those kinds of things. Okay. Well, I just, this is, it's just a beautiful description of the Christian life as a whole, like how God cares for us and wants good for us and that mm-hmm. we walk through really dark places in life and, and sin is in this, in this world. And yet at the other side of it, we'll, we'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm-hmm. So it's just this really, I don't know, um, concise description yeah. of the Christian life, I it's guess. It's almost like a meta-narrative. You've got the uh, lie down in green pastures reminds me of Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. and then you got darkest valley. You know, you could you'd be like, all right, maybe that's the cross, or maybe that's exile, or something. And then being able to be with God for eternity, you know, it's in Revelation. It's so cool. the thing that sticks out 
simply because we're in a pandemic is this darkest valley piece. Um, we are all walking through a really dark valley and some of us are fearing illness. Some of us are fearing death with, if we have underlying conditions or if loved ones have underlying conditions and we're walking through isolation and um, mental health struggles and financial struggles. And so that, I just think that is sticking out in a big way this week to probably mm -hmm. all of us. Um, and he, and yet God is with us. Like that's such a, again, beautiful description of what it means, what it looks like to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. Like we are not exempt. We're not this people that have all things good because we follow a good God. We're still part of this world and we're going to walk through pain and suffering and disease and injury. And, and he's with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that um, good news mm -hmm. um, over and against the good news that we try to communicate to people um, who are going through a tough time? You might say um, God is in control, which is totally true. God is in control. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't do a whole lot for somebody who is going through the darkness. It just um, needs food. Wh what they need it is to needs. hear, like, you are with me. Is God actually with me or am I alone? Mm -hmm. Am I alone in the suffering? Um, and to know that even though I suffer, I'm not alone. Man, what a comfort that is. Um, it's so good during this time. Um, even just the basic knowledge that everyone in the world is going through this. Right. It's, it's, wow. It's like, it is such a thought, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it's it's really unfathomable to me that everyone on the earth is experiencing this. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. Uh, I was paying attention to that. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Mm -hmm. Makes me. Um, <laughs> Dwight Beal kind of helped uh, outline this uh, as we are digesting this. I think he was um, reflecting this passage a few weeks ago, but. Um, Right now, we are made to lie down in green pastures, even if we don't want to. Meaning, like, we probably want to go and get stuff done or work or um, visit people or whatever it is. And a lot of us are being made to lie down. And maybe we're even being made to lie down in the darkest valley, not being able to escape. Because it looks like different for all of us. But um, being made to lie down, um, being made to rest, which um, is hard to do. Um, yeah, just this, that just shows that God has good in mind for us. You know, he cares for us. He wants good for us. He wants green pastures. He wants still waters. Um, he's a shepherd that leads us to good things. Um, yeah, that, I don't know, but mm -hmm. he doesn't want us to be experiencing this right now, you yeah. know? Yep. He, he wants the very best for us. He's a good shepherd that wants to lead us out of this. And, and bring us to still waters again where we're not fearing and not worrying. Yeah. Yeah. God is present. And uh, just to tie this to our passage from yesterday, because we're going to be talking a lot about Jesus as a shepherd this week. But um, to, over, to overlay those two scripture passages, what does it look like to lie down in green pastures? What's it look like to be led by God day to day? What's it look like to have our souls restored, mm -hmm. to have the sense that God is with us, to be able to walk through the darkest valley? Yeah. Oh, it just made me feel peace as you're talking about it. <laughs> well, it looks like what they're describing in Acts 2.42. Yeah. The, like being devoted to the apostle teaching, to fellowship, 
to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Yeah. Um, when we're experiencing those things, we have a deep sense that we are not alone. Yeah. That God is with with us. We are mm-hmm. feasting on the on the the table He set before us. We're feasting on the green grass and the, drinking the still waters. Um, that's what the abundant life looks like. That in the midst of a dark valley, which certainly the early church was in a dark valley. The Romans and the Jews were after them to kill them to squash the Jesus movement. Right. And yet they had this abundant life together in the midst of it. Yeah. And um, and that's what I want to have. I mean, that's what I want to have with you, Rachel, and mm-hmm. our family. That's what I want to have with our missional community. That's kind of what I envision for the missional community that we're discerning right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to have at Victory Point. Um, that's what I want to have in my with my extended family um, that I feel separated from right now. But can we still uh, be devoted to those things together? And would that be enough to lead us through these kinds of valleys? Mm-hmm. I would hope so. And um, it's a good connection. Yeah. I don't know. It, it helps me. This is such a metaphor. The Lord is my shepherd. It's really beautiful, but it's, it's hard to uh, bring, bring that down into yeah. to concrete. So yeah, that's good. I like that. Anyway. Well, cool. Thanks for talking about that passage with me, Rachel. Mm-hmm. We're going to be kicking out of this wave now and tomorrow morning, Please uh, press play, and we will be getting to, let's see what the scripture passage is for tomorrow morning. All right, it is 1 Peter 2, 19 through 25. So we'll be in your earbuds tomorrow morning with that scripture passage. See you then. Have a great day. Bye. And now for some listener response. This is an email I received from Ed Vrugink. Hi, Brendan. I'm really enjoying the daily podcast. Travis tipped me off of what you guys are doing at Victory Point. I've made this part of my daily devotions. It's been so encouraging, thought-provoking, and a sense of his church is still active and meeting together by using this platform. Great job. Thank you. God bless. Well, thanks, Ed. Appreciate your email. And uh, for everyone else, I love receiving these kinds of emails, Um, not just positive reviews of the podcast in general, but um, any kind of email I get from you, whether it's a general email about the podcast or... um, comments about an episode or reflections of your own from scripture. Um, I would love to continue to hear from you. So thanks for sending those in. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm